Everybody ready? Let's get rolling. This is The Big Show on 97.5, 1280 The Zone in the Zone Sports Network. Big Show, Gordon Monson, Jake Scott, 97.5 and 1280 The Zone. We're going to talk to Jay Drew of the Deseret News coming up here momentarily. We'll continue our conversation about BYU. We've got some breaking news, uh, Gordon, from Sham Sharania of The Athletic. Uh, Nets forward Michael Beasley tested positive for the coronavirus and uh, returned home. His roster status is up in the air. Well, one thing, uh, Gordon, the Nets have very few players. Yeah. <laughs> and, and second of all, it, it caused us to, in the break, relive Michael Beasley and his tattoo, Super Cool Bees. With the uh, accoutrements in the background. <laughs> for, for those of you who don't know that story, Michael Beasley took a, like a, it could have been a selfie because it was his back, right? But a, but a picture of his new tattoo on his back and in the background there was... Just a bag of weed laying around. <laughs> Threw that out there on the old social media. <laughs> oh my! Whoops! All right, uh, let's uh, let's really switch gears and talk some BYU athletics. Uh, let's get out to the uh, Sprint special guest line, T-Mobile Sprint special guest line. Uh, T-Mobile and Sprint are coming together to build the best wireless company around. Visit T-Mobile.com for online services and local store availability. He writes for the Deseret News, covers BYU. He's our good friend, Jay Drew. Hi, Jay. Good afternoon, guys. So, Jay, BYU lost uh, five football games what are they going to do? <laughs> That's the $64,000 question. I, uh, you know, from what I've been able to gather, they're Tom Homo's just, I mean, they're in scramble mode, obviously. Um, but they're also in wait and see mode with, uh, to see what other conferences follow suit. Uh, most notably the SEC, because they've got Missouri on the schedule. And then the big one really is the Mountain West. Uh, because they've got Utah State, Boise State, San Diego State. So um, they're kind of scrambling, but also forced to take a kind of a, you know, a, a wait-and-see approach. So uh, I wrote today that Tom Homo probably has the toughest job in America right now outside of uh, Dr. Fauci or the, the guy that tells us the, uh, you know, to wear masks and stuff. So it's a, it's a tough job he's got, but uh you know that's what independence has has wrought for BYU to be honest with you i know it's uh speculative but if what would BYU do if the mountain west decided to play conference only i think they would go to this plan uh i think they would assume that if the mountain west does that all g group of five conferences follow suit and i think BYU would try to uh, you know, patch together this home-and-home home deal with other independents. It would be very, very uh, unfavorable, I'm sure, for BYU fans, uh, whatever fans are allowed, you know, into the stadiums and stuff. But I think that's what they do. I think they'd get home-and-homes with Army, perhaps, uh, UMass, UConn, um, New Mexico State, and Liberty. Um, obviously, Notre Dame will go to the ACC. Um, they've already been told that the ACC will have their back. So I, I, that's I think aside from trying to get the season delayed, 
to the spring, uh, I think that's pretty much their only option. Houston and Northern Illinois would be out. Is is uh, NIU already out? No, there was a kind of a report that the MAC had gone conference only, but that turned to be turned out to be erroneous last Friday. So, as okay. of right now, BYU Northern Illinois is still on. It's just it won't be played in Chicago. It will be played in DeKalb um, as originally scheduled. Um, they had moved it briefly to Chicago, but because of COVID, they announced, I think it was last week, that it was back in, uh, back on NIU's home stadium. So, Jay, let me ask you if you're hearing anything about the Mountain West and what, what they may do. Because I look at those games with, with BYU, and I would think they have every motivation to play those games, whereas the P5 leagues have some motivations not to play those non-league games. In the case of the Mountain West, I, I don't see that motivation. For example, uh, you know, UNLV lost their, their debut game down there in Vegas. And I, I should look this up, but I think it was against Washington. It was against a Pac-12 school. I mean, why wouldn't they want to fill that hole with, with somebody like BYU? That seems like wins across the board to me. But are you hearing anything about what the Mountain West intends to do? Not really. I know uh, talking to a couple beat writers that cover teams, um, specifically one at Boise State, uh, they've been told that up until the Big Ten uh, announcement Thursday that there had been no talk whatsoever within the office uh, of the Mountain West offices about having adding BYU temporarily for a season season if, if all this unfolds like people think it will. Um, you know, obviously there's still some some bad blood, some some hurt feelings over BYU bolding, you know, in 2011 um, that might keep some of them. Um, I think that's thought a little bit because obviously BYU has played San Diego State and they've set up something with Wyoming. And uh, obviously Utah State and Boise State weren't in the league when BYU bolded. Um, So, yeah, I think it would be good. I think it comes down maybe to trust. Um, I think that's why and the ability to kind of move quickly, to make decisions quickly, that's why I think the Pac-12 and Big Ten are doing what they're doing because they can control the testing protocols and the safety measures. And I think – BYU should have that trust with Mountain West officials where, where uh, you know, they're familiar with BYU's facilities and BYU's, you know, uh, resources to conduct, conduct proper testing and, and be upfront about if anybody, you know, tests positive, basically not playing them. Um, so, yeah, Jake, I agree with you. I, I think Mountain West, I think there's a lot of reasons um, why it would work, uh, and it would also, you know, they're they're having their seasons disrupted as well. I I wrote a little thing today that um, Utah State, it would make sense um, so schools could start so BYU and Utah State could both start practicing next Monday or Tuesday with this six week window that the NCA is giving them. Um, but that if they scheduled each other they play why not play on september 3rd that would enable them to to get their season started you know on next week and utah state was going to play washington state and byu was going to play utah obviously so why not just play each other and then uh and then when they were going to play in october just maybe find another opponent or use that as a bye week 
Jay, the more I read, the more I just don't know whether there's going to be college football at all. If that's the case, what kind of shape is BYU in to handle that? I think, and you know, obviously I'm going on just what BYU officials have said. I think they would be better equipped than most schools. Um, they operate in the black. They're proud of saying that. Bronco used to bring it up all the time. Haven't really heard Kalani say it that much. Um, but they're proud of the fact that they operate in the black, that they don't lose money. Uh, and and so you would think they would be able to absorb this. I mean, it's going to hurt everybody. There's no question about that. It's, it's especially going to be devastating for the minor sports that basically um, rely on football to bring in, you know, to bring in the money to stay afloat. So um, I think it will hurt, but I think if there's any school out there that, could probably weather it. I, I, it's, it's probably BYU would be among the, you know, the top ten percent that could. So Jay, there's no doubt that this uh, pandemic is going to have an effect on society in ways that uh, that are probably somewhat unforeseen. Gordon, for example, thinks that we're going to start uh, chicken winging or something instead of shaking hands, or or what was the other one? Gordon, hip bumping. Or, or no, the, I don't the, know. We were trying bump. to come up with yeah, we were uh, trying to come up with different ways to greet one another. Right? You got any ideas, Jay? I don't know. The uh, bowing heads, just stopping, you know, six feet apart and bowing heads. <laughs> well, that's that's a, that's a good one. Will, uh, well, but I guess uh, will this change the situation? Change the way that BYU looks at independence? It could. That's a that's a really good question, and I, you know. Um, uh, Doug Robinson wrote a, a column basically, you know, kind of reminding everybody that, uh, you know, this is, it's been, independence has been tough and this is, this is the latest. And yeah, this might be the, the tipping point. Um, I don't know. I mean, it's obviously, um, this, this, this whole thing is affecting BYU right now. I mean, it's obviously not over. Um, but more than any other school in the country. I mean, having lost five games. So, uh, yeah, it, it could be the thing. I mean, I think it was Colin Cowherd the other day who basically got on and said, Notre Dame and BYU got to get in a conference. You know, <laughs> they got to quit fooling around. So, but maybe this will be the thing that, that drives the change. Um, but obviously that's, uh, that's still down the road. Jay, you don't think this is any kind of a, 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 a eureka moment for some more drastic measures, do you, where BYU would uh, give up its uh, athletics pursuit uh, entirely? Yeah, you know, I've thought about that, too. And, it, it, you know, I know, Gordon, you've written about a little bit about that in the past with what BYU-Hawaii and and rick's college did i can it's fathomable i can see that i can see uh where you know the powers that be that uh, run and operate byu and maybe say hey this uh you know athletics isn't a big part of our mission statement and maybe it doesn't kind of feed into that or and and this might be the kind of the jumping off point or you know the maybe the excuse if you will or however you want to phrase it where yeah, I, I've thought about that. I, I think that's uh, – it wouldn't – It wouldn't. Uh, you know, five years ago, uh, it would have – that, that notion would have blown me away. I would have been incredulous. But 
but I'll say I've I've uh, softened up to it a little bit. I I I can see it. I can at least it's at least fathomable. I guess is how I would phrase it. Jay Drew from the Deseret News with us, 97.5 and 1280 The Zone. Jay, we played a, a clip from Tom Holmo talking about, uh, I think it was from the Super Secret Media Summit, uh, him talking about uh, the the Notre Dame game that they're owed. Uh, what are the odds that game gets played? Yeah, I think the game will get played. I don't think it'll be part of this this whole thing we've been talking about I do, because I think Notre Dame's going to go totally ACC if the ACC, you know, if, if that happens. Um, so, but I think it will get played. I think, I really think it'll get played in Las Vegas. That's where I would say is, I think that'll be the compromise. Um, and, you know, the new stadium down there, and that would be quite a draw, you know, Notre Dame versus BYU and Las Vegas. And so I think it'll, I, I do think it'll get played. I don't think BYU just wants to take the money. I, I wouldn't be surprised if Notre Dame has basically said, we'll just give you the money, we'll buy it out. And I, and I think BYU's probably said, no, we'll just be patient and, and wait and, and play it. So I think, I think it'll be played. I just don't think it'll be this year. You talked earlier about how tough the job is that Tom Homo has in trying to put this schedule back together as things unfold. Uh, the toughest thing of all is that this whole prospect of what we just talked about, Jay, that he's hustling around trying to put something together, and it all might be for naught, ultimately. Yeah, um, I mean, you know, just reading, you know, reading the tea leaves and what some of these uh, stakeholders and conference commissioners and ADs are saying, um, you know, I put the odds right now that there will even be a season probably less than 50%, just unless, you know, unless this thing, we get this thing under control, this COVID and, and there's a, a decrease in, you know, in number of cases and deaths and all that. So, so yeah, it's a, like I said, Tom's got a, got his work cut out for him. And then, and then you go ahead and start patching together this independent schedule, not knowing yet if the SEC, the big 12 and the, and the ACC and the Mountain West and the other school, the other conferences that they're going to play are, are going to go conference only. So, Right now, it's it's a unenviable position that he's in for sure. Tough job, no doubt. Jay, thank you as always for jumping on the show. Keep up the good work. All right, guys, thanks for having me. Thanks, Jay. Uh, take care of yourself, Jay. Jay Drew, Deseret News covers BYU. Uh, Gordon, uh, just to go go back to the question real quick, I asked Jay, do you think uh, this will alter the way BYU looks at independence, one way or the other? You know, maybe maybe they're more convinced this is the right way to go after this thing. But do you think it will uh, have an effect on that opinion? Oh, I I really don't know. I I don't know because they've Tom is a pretty logical guy who looks at things, and and I could I could see him saying, you know. This this was a good effort, and at the time we were trying to create something, and and I've talked with him about that, and the last time I talked with him about it, he was uh, still on board. But if it gets to a point where it's just too hard or it doesn't make sense, I could see them maybe going a different way. Uh, the, I don't think they're going to base... Unless there was already a movement that I don't know about toward something different than independence that a season like this would shove them in that direction? Or same thing with the question I asked Jay, if they had ever considered 
maybe backing off of intercollegiate sports uh, like they have in some of their other schools, then uh, then maybe maybe they would be nudged in that direction with this kind of uh, problem. Uh, that would be I, um, wouldn't that be extraordinarily unpopular with the brethren? What? Uh, uh, dialing back BYU athletics. Why? Why? I think there already is disagreement amongst the group as to the uh, the uh, importance of uh, intercollegiate sports. I was. Uh, I guess maybe I. 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 I guess I was uh, looking at community as a whole. Maybe uh, because BYU athletics is pretty popular. Well, it makes money. BYU football. Well, I mean, basketball. we t- we talk to BYU fans every day. I mean, and, and there's a lot of them. BYU, yeah. there's a lot of passion out there for BYU sports. We see, uh, we see it whenever they go on the road. I mean, talk to those athletes down there. It's 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 really a shame. Media Day uh, has been postponed. Um, usually, that's one of the more fun days on the radio, both with Pac-12 and and with with BYU. But those players all talk about it, Gordon. How they get big support on the road. I mean, there are a lot of a lot of BYU athletics fans out there that would be pretty grumpy if that went away, right? But Jay used an interesting phrase there when we asked him about that. He said they don't they 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 would have to figure out whether sports figures into the mission of the university. And in the past, we've heard talk about that is a visibility issue that it introduces people right. to what BYU stands for, and that that uh, is beneficial to the school on the whole. And so if that if that's the case, maybe it'll go on. But I don't know whether BYU-Idaho or Rick's College uh, or, or BYU-Hawaii, I don't know what did those sports do for those schools that they decided they didn't want to do it anymore. But those schools weren't nearly as popular across the, across the community as a whole. Yeah, that's true. I mean, I'm, I'm sure there were some diehard Rick's College fans out there, but, you know. Well, those, comes those 25 the, people probably got over it pretty quick. If it comes down to the betterment of the student athletes, well, that certainly didn't come into consideration then in those decisions. No, unfortunately. I mean, how many opportunities were created by those uh, athletic programs at those universities? Absolutely. Yeah. That's that's really a shame. I mean, how many people didn't get the opportunity to have a BYU Hawaii education? So um, yeah, I, and I don't know. I don't know what goes on. That's a pretty tough group to crack, as far as figuring out exactly what's being spoken. But I have been told by people who would know that there, there are some folks in positions of uh, import who are not huge sports fans. Hmm. Well, I. I I tend to think athletic programs also benefit universities as a whole. I'd wonder what uh, BYU Idaho's opinion on that would be. What they've yeah. what they've missed out on this. I mean, it's it Rick's College's football program or that football program's been gone for what now, Gordon? Fifteen years. It was good too. Yeah, I mean, they were good. How and it many? was a farm team for BYU for years, yeah, right? It sure was. Uh huh. A lot of talent went uh, went through there. I wonder, as a university, if you if you talk to the the student body and and to administration, all that, if they miss it, I bet they do. Some do. Yeah, some do. But it but would be missed they... at BYU big time. I mean, there's just there's just a lot of people out there that's really important to them. 
And they've had they've they've got quite a intramural program up there. If I if they still do, I mean I haven't checked recently, but it seemed like that was pretty popular with the students up there. So, but intercollegiate sports is a whole other matter. And whether you think playing a game at that level where the competition gets pretty pretty uh, vociferous and uh, the emotions run high, that that's an interesting question philosophically for uh, sponsoring church to uh, to consider. All right. Well, uh, we'll continue to uh, to uh, munch on this throughout the day as it's a it's a big topic, not only around here. I mean, BYU, like we said earlier in the show, they've they've been impacted by these policy changes recently more than any other university out there. And, and, and if, that, if that group of five, Jake, if that goes BYU will have literally, I don't think they'll have anything left. I don't know. What level is North Alabama? That's got to be uh, FCS, right? Is it? I think so. So that would leave them with one game, wouldn't it? Yep. Mm. All right. Uh, we'll get to more coming up. Stay tuned. Let's uh, Right now, let's get out to the zone phone. Joining us now from Wasatch Medical Clinic, he's our friend Andrew Reinhardt. Andrew, let's help our listeners with their love lives. Yes, we're helping a lot of guys that are struggling in the bedroom. Now, maybe you're out there and you've got a little bit of erectile dysfunction. It's not major, but, you know, it's 80% of what it used to be. This is pretty common. Um, the, there's good news and bad news, I think. The bad news is it generally gets worse, so it goes from 80% to 50%. The good news is it is so easy to fix the problem with the acoustic wave therapy. Uh, opens up, regenerates. Um, regrows blood vessels. That's a process called neovascularization. So it kind of looks like an ultrasound machine. It's placed on the skin eight to 10 minutes. That's a typical treatment. And then you're done. Uh, you might do a few of those for two or three weeks. So we're seeing very good results. We've seen guys that have really been able to throw the pills away and guys in their nineties, even that have been able to throw the pills away. So if you're out there listening and you're younger, than 90 years old, I think there's a good chance we can help you. So uh, just to kind of reiterate that, Andrew, because I think it's important, uh, there most guys out there, regardless of age, uh, are good candidates for this treatment. Yes, there are some uh, items in your medical history that could maybe prevent you from doing the treatment or delay the response a little bit, but you're right, it's rare. We're going to have you screened by a medical doctor before you start. He'll do a couple tests, including a blood flow ultrasound, which is different than a blood test. It's a blood flow test. Uh, so we'll make sure you're a good candidate before you start. 801-901-8000, 801-901-8000. And that, uh, that evaluation right there, that's, it's huge. You guys are doing that for free. We're doing it for free. If you're struggling with ED, you want to stop the problem, call us and set up the assessment and ask all your questions. Get your blood flow tested. You'll meet with an MD. And uh, go from there. We're going to throw in a little special gift that produces instant results in the bedroom. I've never seen it fail just for making the trip. 801-901-8000. 801-901-8000. Thank you, Andrew. Thanks, Jake. That's our friend Andrew from Wasatch Medical Clinic. Again, that number, 801-901-8000. We'll have more coming up next. It is The Big Show, 97.5 and 1280 The Zone. Just can't wait to get on the road again. Life 
Camping songs on a total request Tuesday at Austin Horton at Jake Scott's own at Gordon Monson. This one goes out to David James on the road again. I like it. That can't that counts for sure. Yeah, because you're camping when you're on the road, yeah, right? You're out on the road making it happen. I like it. I like it. Uh, keep them coming. Suggestions for camping songs uh, is today's theme on a total request Tuesday. Uh, Gordon, uh, did you see, I, I don't know if you've been paying attention to Sham Sharania's tweets today, uh, but did you see that the, uh, the tip line, the snitch line in the bubble has been used? Sham's <laughs> reporting multiple tips have been placed into the NBA's anonymous hotline to report protocol violations on campus. Sources tell The Athletic. This is why this needs to be a reality show. There needs to be fallout. We need to see it. Yeah, but here's the deal. Who is it who would use that? I I don't think – well, okay, the two ways of looking at it. I would normally think that players wouldn't be snitching on players. But if a coach sees something going on, then you would think that would be more likely. And But then there's this. There are many people in that bubble who are concerned about their own health and their own welfare and their – ability when they're done there to go back to their families or to bring their families into the bubble when the time is right after a month or so. And they don't want to expose them to the foolishness that could uh, create a bit of a problem inside. Wait, you just brought up something, uh, something interesting and uh, we'll use a, a close friend of a state of the station uh, as an example here. It, you, you bring up a great point because even if a player snitched on a teammate or, or, or somebody from the opposing team, like for example, Derek Gardunio, who heads up a PR, uh, well, as part of the PR department for the Utah jazz. He's Are one you of calling the, him a snitch. He, he's snitch? one of the, the, the staff members down there. Oh no, I don't think he'd do that, but I'd blame him. <laughs> <laughs> but I'd have, oh, I heard it was Derek. <clears throat> you know what I that mean? That would make him popular around the league. <laughs> right. <laughs> but I, I want to, I, I, I definitely want to know if uh, come playoff time, uh, if if this snitching gets used as as uh, a tool. Yeah, so it's to a 10 day quarantine for LeBron because right. I saw him right. at the movies. Right. Mm. <laughs> And I'm anonymous, so you can't tell me I, I have a 10-day Right. Well, yeah, but there, it's not uh, just because someone gets a tip doesn't mean that uh, they're just going, especially if it's someone like LeBron. Right. You're actually, strategic. You're, you're a great point. Never go for the never go for the best player on the other team. You pick like the their most in, like their most important player, right? So then it flies under the radar. Radar. So maybe if you if you're playing the Bucks in the playoffs, you snitch on Chris Middleton. Ah, <laughs> she got it down to a science, do you, Jake? I'm I'm thinking this stuff through, Gordon. You go for the vice president, not the president. I, that... I saw Chris Middleton down at the champagne room, uh, <laughs> and uh, he needs to be quarantined for ten days immediately. Oh man, that's funny. Uh, <laughs> but he's reporting that it has, in fact, been used. It has been used. It Let, has been utilized. And aren't these NBA players and coaches, their voices are somewhat recognizable at this point of their <laughs> careers, really aren't they? a good point. Do they scramble their voices when they call in? <laughs> I mean, when Kawhi calls the hotline, you know it's Kawhi. Uh, like like covering Shaq, okay, when he used to, when he used to be a player, okay. Gordon, you can... You can uh, 
uh, relate to this, I'm sure, because I know you had a number of conversations with him. But he he has very deep voice, obviously, but he's a very quiet talker. And he kind of it's he kind of has this mumble style. You you don't get it on TV as much because I'm sure I they, saw LeBron or the they bump up his microphone. But in per <laughs> in person, you always had to really jockey for position to interview Shaq because That's he was true. such a such a quiet talker. And there's no way I wouldn't recognize that vo- voice on the phone. However, these guys can be in uh, in in communication with their friends, with family members. And they could call somebody outside and hand it off and have, have them, them not. Now we're getting ah. hearsay snitching? Hearsay yeah. snitching. Yes. What is the credibility of that? <laughs> I agree. I agree with Austin. No, I think the, the, the kidnapper phone scramble thing is the way to go. <laughs> this is it. <laughs> I saw Twilight at the movies. <laughs> this is not like Dan Tony. <laughs> yeah, I think what that's would, the way uh, you got to go. Okay, let's give Austin uh, a player. Do you want to play as, the game? As a, as, a, as a potential snitch. How about um, J.J. Redick? What would that sound like? Yeah, I saw J.J. Redick at Subway <laughs> outside Universal Studios. That's go right. Lakers. It'd have to be. <laughs> go Lakers. That's funny. Will it be used as a weapon? Well, all is fair, right? All is fair in in the bubble? No rules? (laughs) Actually, instead of a book of 86 pages of rules, there are actually none. Only rules survive. (laughs) Right. It's survive in advance. (laughs) Suddenly it's the Hunger Games out there in Orlando. I I don't know. (laughs) But the, the snitch line has been used according to Sham Sharania at The Athletic. I would, on the one hand, I would be one of those devil on one shoulders and angel on the other because I would be sitting there going, all right, I don't want to snitch on anybody, but I don't want anybody to get sick. So where where, where do your allegiances lie? Oh, I've told you this before. Not a chance I would call that snitch line. Not a chance. Even if you thought it was putting your team in danger? Yep. What's your rationale there? Uh, I don't want to deal with the fallout if and when I'm identified as said snitch. Who's going to identify you? Come on. You just heard what Austin did. Austin, let's. uh, Jake Scott is uh, now reporting in. How would he sound? Jake? Jake is the one calling in? Mm -hmm. Uh. Hey, coach, welcome to Pet Committee Day. How's it going? Gordon, I don't, I don't know if you have to be Sherlock Holmes to narrow these sorts of things down. Like if, if you, Austin, and I are in a room, and and you and Austin are holding hands, and then somebody snitches on you, and they come to you and they say, "Hey, were you and Austin holding hands? How long would it take you to deduce who exactly made that phone call?" Oh, see, that makes it even more beautiful because now you can, like I said, you can hand it off. And then get it taken care of, and you're in the clear because you, you're or you're outside. You know, somebody you're else not is in the in. clear. Austin would beat me to death. What do you mean in Actual, the clear? Yes. Yeah, be the last thing you ever right. say. Whether I did it or not, he would assume I did it, 
and I'd be in real trouble. <laughs> what do you mean well, you're in the clear? Okay, but then here's the thing then. If you're, let's say you're across the room and you see somebody doing something and they don't know you're there, but they see that you're with a group of other people, now you, you're, you're that's, a, that's a total win. So now you're because spying now you're getting on people? Every, you're, yeah, you're getting everybody mad at each other. What if you make a hole in the wall and uh, you, you surveil everybody 24-7? <laughs> From, I mean, from the think about the, from the bush in the courtyard, you got you got a, you got you got four Lakers over in a corner somewhere, and someone says, "I'm I'm I'm out of here. I'm going to go do something." So now you got the perp, and then you got the three people who were in on it, but you're in on it too, and so now you can you can absolutely destroy team chemistry. That might be the Clippers' best chance. So if you're the all right, so so let's run this scenario out for a second. Let's say you're uh, you're the Clippers and you're playing the Jazz in a in a hard fought playoff series. <laughs> Kawhi Leonard just calls up and says, "Hey, I saw uh, Donovan Mitchell at uh, at Subway. Uh, this is Jordan Clarkson, by the way. Goodbye." <laughs> <laughs> How would that sound, Austin? <laughs> Because he would that that he would have that laugh at the end, right? This is a, I saw Jordan Clarkson at Subway. <laughs> so I think I think this I is this boy. is dangerous ground or that uh, the NBA is on. Gordon, there's there's all sorts of fallout that could come from this thing. Yeah, I like it. I think it's kind of funny, actually. Donovan I don't Mitchell like and Russell were playing doubles ping pong. <laughs> they were playing singles. I confirmed it. Every, it's okay. This is not Novak Djokovic. Or not, well, uh, sorry. <laughs> Jokic. Djokovic, the tennis player? I'm Nikola Jokic, sorry. It's not Novak that's, Djokovic. That's a great way to cover yourself is saying, oh, by the way, this is not so-and-so. I am not the head coach of the Nuggets. <laughs> Oh man! Uh, oh, beautiful. So there you go, Gordon. There's there's a lot going on in the bubble. There's the, the snitching has begun. This is I, I'm telling you, the fallout from the snitching is what needs to be on television. Be incredible. You know, uh, Austin's cloaked voice has made my day. And I, I so much it's ruined my vocal cords. <laughs> I, I I want him to take us to break. <laughs> Don't do that the, to him. He's as, telling you it hurts. As the clandestine caller, uh, Austin, this is not Austin, but whoever it is, take the big show to break. It's time to go to break, but first, a back-to-basketball update. This is not the producer. Basketball is back. The Zone Sports Network is keeping you up on all the latest news with the Utah Jazz in the NBA. This is a back-to-basketball update. Oh, he never looked at the net. Presented by Zions Bank on 97.5, 1280 The Zone and The Zone Sports Network. The Zions Bank back-to-basketball update. Let's hear from Kawhi Leonard. The Clipper star says he's refreshed. It's just like an offseason, pretty much. You know, you, you usually have three months and then come in for a training camp, have a couple practices, uh, then you got the preseason games, and, you know, that's pretty much the mindset. Uh, but like everybody knows, you only get eight games. Uh, 
you know, to get ready for the postseason. But pretty much just take that same timeline uh, to prepare yourself. And, you know, everybody knows their body and knows what they need to do. So, I mean, you know, it's going to be my first practice today. So we're going to go out and see how I feel and then just go from there. Just keep building off of that. But nobody knows. Couple of players in the NBA of uh, it's been reported that they've tested positive for the coronavirus. One is Harrison Barnes of the Sacramento Kings. He announced today uh, test positive, making the fourth Kings player in the days and weeks. Uh, to test positive in the the weeks uh, leading to the restart. Also, Michael Beasley of the Brooklyn Nets has uh, tested positive, and he is headed home. Uh, No word yet on what the Nets plan to do with the roster spot. And that is another Back to Basketball update brought to you by our friends at Zions Bank. For a bank that understands your business, Zions Bank is for you. song <laughs> the great big moose you know the great big moose wow all right it's Is this time- sung by bullwinkle <laughs> time for another mountain america market update let's get out of the zone phone joining us now from mountain america investment services he's our friend tj walk what's going on tj hey guys how you doing this tuesday doing just fine let's talk about how those markets did today well the markets did well dow jones was back up over two uh, right around two percent today uh, good news coming out of COVID, that Florida and California saw some decrease in cases. And the president of the CDC released a statement saying that as long as everyone wears a mask for the next four to eight weeks, we should have this thing under control. So investors like to hear that. Uh, tech stocks held steady, and we saw a straight day of gains today. So any advice for our listeners? You know, my advice as it pertains to planning today, is to stretch yourself, Even as, I mean, especially as it pertains to saving. So savings is a lot of the things that we can control in our financial plan. So whatever you think you can save, try and go just a little bit further. You think about in athletics, stretching is a huge part of the pregame, mid-game, post-game, uh, to make sure you're flexible, your body's prepared. Make sure that you're financially flexible. Uh, stretch yourself. If you think you can save $100 a month, try doing 150 If you think you can save 300 try 350 In the long run, as you continue to stretch yourself month over month, day over day, it's going to pay off for you drastically in the future. Well, TJ, we always appreciate it when you have a chance to jump on with us. Thanks, man. It's always a pleasure. See you guys. That's our friend TJ Walk from Mountain America Investment Services, and that is another Mountain America Market Update. The investment products sold through LPL Financial are not insured Mountain America Credit Union deposits and are not NCUA insured. These products are not obligations of the credit union and are not endorsed, recommended, or guaranteed by Mountain America or any government agency. The value of the investment may fluctuate. The return on the investment is not guaranteed and loss of principal is possible. All right, there you go. Another Mountain America market update. That's good news today. You and Austin uh, have been chatting a lot about the return of the Bronco. Uh, off the air today, and I just uh, 
saw a story reminding uh, 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 about uh, the OJ chase in the the Bronco. And my question is uh, to Austin, who um, host of Utah Car Sense, is that why Ford discontinued the production of the Bronco? Was because of that? Yeah. Was it really? Yeah, that that's it. Yeah. Because forever and always, the Bronco was remembered as that Bronco in that moment. Now, they originally, they eliminated the name Bronco, updated the, the vehicle, and called it the Escape, which that was a mistake to name it that if you're trying to avoid oh, yeah, that doesn't the seem, whole scenario that at hand. doesn't seem like a good idea. <laughs> that didn't sell so well. Eventually, it didn't sell so well. And then they retooled the new Bronco, and it's being redone. Okay. And this is smaller than the Explorer. That's the difference. Right. Yep. Okay. You remember the old Chevy Blazer? Uh-huh. This is about that type of okay. size, yeah. But, Gordon, this has you intrigued. No, I just, I, I'm a car guy, and I saw it, and I thought that was an interesting look, because it's been anticipated. And we happen to know some people, don't we, Austin, who may have uh, put some money down to get in line for one. So You couldn't buy any other color than white, right? Why? Because of the white Ford Bronco? <laughs> yeah. They should only make it in white. One thing that I'm I'm finding out as I look at them, though, I, I think I like the all solid one color over the black roof with the other color. So I, I don't know. Um, so OJ, uh, that that situation was so infamous it caused Ford to discontinue that product. My question is, is if Gordon did something that was incredibly infamous, what product would be discontinued? Cheese? Cheese? Just so- all cheese. Socks with sandals? Oh, oh stop it now. Come on. That's Faux so, fur vests? That's so 20 years ago. <laughs> Canadian tuxedos? <laughs> wait, wait. What do they call dressing all in the same color monochromatic dress? Yeah. You kept that up for a while, Gordon. I did, and I could have gone longer yes. with it. All right, uh, we'll get to more coming up. Uh, and we've got what's going on coming up next. We've got Bowler at the top of the 5 o'clock hour. But joining the show now, of course, our friend Andrew Reinhardt from Wasatch Medical Clinic. Get in, Give him a call and uh, get in there and get a, a problem taken care of. A problem, uh, Andrew, I would imagine a lot of guys out there try to kind of ignore for a long time, right? They do. Erectile dysfunction is slightly embarrassing, Uh, What I think is worse, though, is delaying taking care of it because it's the relationship that struggles. Um, And, you know, this affects a guy, of course, but it does affect the significant other a lot, too. We see um, a lot of spouses come into our clinic. In fact, that's one thing that men sometimes when they come alone, they walk in and they say, wow, I can't believe there's so many spouses here. This is kind of a joint decision. Um, we see that the significant others want the problem fixed, you know, as bad as the guy, or sometimes even worse. So, uh, you know, this is, this is a, it's, it's a good problem to have when the spouse wants to be more intimate. I think that's a compliment to the relationship. But uh, there are so many downsides with the medication out there. Wasatch Medical and the acoustic wave therapy clinically shown to open up and regrow blood vessels, we're not treating the symptoms any longer, guys. We're treating the root cause of the problem, and in just a few short weeks, so maybe even this month, in the month of July or first part of August, you could be done with the treatments, 
you could throw the pill away and get back to normal and natural function in the bedroom. I would imagine that's the big appeal, right? Back to normal. Back to normal. So if you're 50 years old, maybe normal was 35, you know, or if you're 70, maybe normal was 50. Whatever it was when things worked, when you didn't have to stress about it, uh, you didn't have to pre-plan, that is a good expectation. And we see that every day in our clinic. 801-901-8000 is the number to call, 801-901-8000, and get in and see the doctor for free. Get in, see the doctor for free, get a blood flow test, get the consultation, the exam, ask all your questions, and get the problem taken care of because, I hate to say it, but ED gets worse if you don't do something about it. We'll also throw in Jake a little special gift. Um, This has been very popular with the men. It produces instant results. It's totally free uh, to those that set up the consultation. 801-901-8000, 801-901-8000, Wasatch Medical Clinic. Thanks, Andrew. Thanks, guys. All right, we'll have more Big Show coming up next. Stay tuned, 97.5 and 1280 The Zone.